<laughs> I'll get it. Uh, hello? Head of Pertwee? No, he's not available right now. I'll be back. Okay. Who was that? I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, what did he want? What did he want? Said something about coming back. Listeners, to this, the latest in a long, long, long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Asda Man. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am just Keith. Yes. One is one and all alone. Yes. 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 We have no fake Keith tonight. No. no. What Exiled. <laughs> Exiled. To death. <laughs> death yeah. mm. Definitely to death. Is it journalistic type thing? It's journalistic Dying. type thing. She's snooping on us. Ah. Yes. Yes. She's in the undergrowth. She's stuck no. in the she wildlife. <laughs> She's in the trees. It's in the trees. Please, it's coming. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> you don't know your cake Good bush, push. do you? <laughs> Not that intimately, no. No, well, uh, <laughs> I she married some prince. <laughs> no, that was one of Abba. Moving rapidly on. Anyway, 1980s Chanteurs is besides. It's the news with our president. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. It's a fight. 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 <laughs> Shall I do it or you do it? I'll <laughs> oh, fine. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll do it. Very, very, very young. Come on. You do it. You can do it if you want. No, you can't. I could just heckle from the sidelines. Oh, okay. <laughs> just heckle. News with heckling. Like that, would you? No, you'd have gone straight into I it. Have. Yeah. <laughs> Announced your words. Yes. Yes. Wouldn't have Not hesitated. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, the heckling starts for the first word. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Little Moffat sits on a tuffet. Oh. Doctor Who's grumpy head honcho, Stephen Moffat, the vast toffee. Amen. Is to remain with Doctor Who through to at least series 10. Oh. <laughs> no, Jean, come back. Someone get that gun off her. Was that a scream of pain or pleasure? I think it was pain. Plain. pain. No, According to Wales Today, Isn't it? Moffat will continue to act as showrunner not only through the upcoming ninth series, but also 2016's 10th. Can he not get mm. another job? No. <laughs> Meaning Moffat will have made at least six series plus specials. Ooh. Yep. He's not going to leave till Capaldi leaves. He's not going to leave until you apologise. <laughs> <laughs> the last word is off. The first word is fornicate. <laughs> or worse to that effect. Clucking bell. <laughs> Former showrunner Russell T Davis only managed four series oh. review specials before he was spent but clearly Moffat is a man of stamina spent. no he's not he was spent ages ago <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless can he beat off John Nathan Turner oh that's okay. my worry that's what I think he's trying to go for I mean, he's, he's virtually cast as many doctors as Turner did. Someone said to me once, 
With J&T, it took us most of our history. We got to the third, to second director in, and we got J&T. Yeah. <laughs> when we get a doctor dressed as a clown, that's when we start worrying. Mm. Well, wait to season nine. <laughs> <laughs> J&T ran from nine series, from 1980 to 1989. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And survived one cancellation. Well, his career never really <laughs> yeah. survived. No, it didn't really survive afterwards. No. I think Moffat's probably got more of a career after Doctor Who than J&T did. J&T was very Depends good at the beginning, and it was a breath of fresh air but it turned yeah. into the pantomime mm-hmm. we kind of know it depends what he does with who it might finish his career well, maybe i don't think so i don't know possibly a good thing it is about time we mm. should get something new but uh yeah i'm still liking what he's doing at the moment yeah when really? it's good it's very very good but i'm just getting a bit i don't know I, I, from the very start i just didn't like his style and it hasn't grown on me you're sick of chewing over a vast toffee i am Amen. Renewals! Some of the TV series that will be back for more. Over in the land of the United Statesians, various TV series have been announced as returning. Starting with... Agent Carter. It was looking unlikely we'd see more of Peggy Carter's own series, but they've now seen sense, commissioning a second season as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets its third. Delightful and thrilling, Hayley Atwell was both delighted and thrilled with the news, tweeting... So delighted and thrilled to be uniting again with my Marvel family. <laughs> Sat on something. <laughs> also, back for more is Orphan Black. Tatiana Maslany's tour de force will be returning to BBC America for its fourth season. Wow, wow. Mm. fourth. Co-creators John Fawcett and Graham Manson were also thrilled, saying in a statement... We're thrilled to be moving forward with season four of the Orphan Black saga. I'd be interested to see that, because I've seen up to season two. I don't think season three has been shown here yet. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see which way they were going with it, because I didn't think there would be enough no, story to... No, I do worry about that. Yeah. Just making things up as they go along at some point. Yeah. 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 Another series rightfully cheating death is Eye Zombie. Executive producer Rob Thomas tweeted of this. iZombie is officially renewed for a second season. Apparently he wasn't thrilled. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame all the others weren't. Yeah. <laughs> is he delighted? No. Mm, no obviously not. not. I haven't seen any of iZombie. I've, I've seen not, a, it's not on here. Yes, I've seen a couple of pickies and know mm. the basic story idea. But Yeah, apparently yeah. it's quite good. But, uh, yeah, looking yeah, forward it's to not the, on the UK. idea sounded quite yeah. a funny idea. Yeah. Makes one hungry to think about it. Yes. <laughs> Martin Freeman, not to be left out of the Marvel juggernaut. Ooh. Clearly feeling separation anxiety, Martin Freeman will be following Benedict Cumberbatch into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Whereas Cumberbatch is getting his own film, in which to be strange... Poor little hairy-footed Freeman <laughs> will have to consent, content himself with appearing as part of the ensembled Captain America 3 Civil War, for now at least. Mm. Marvel Studio President Kevin Fergie. Feige, is not it? Feige. 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 Kevin Fagan. <laughs> That's near enough. <laughs> was clearly thrilled with the casting. We could not be more thrilled and honoured. To have an actor as talented in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Do we know what role he's playing? No. Nope. A hobbit? No. Nope. Just an no, extra? No, not the oh. wrong universe. Oh, okay. wrong. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a superhero or... One, one of the Joe blogs in the background. Somebody Arthur, Arthur Skoggle? Yeah. Yeah. Arthur Skoggle. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Again, wrong universe, I think. All right. <laughs> Decade by several, man. <laughs> 
It's a historical one. It must be. Doctor Who, ah. Titan Comics multi-Doctor miniseries. Mm. Titan Comics, producers of more Doctor Who comics than you can possibly imagine, <laughs> and we can imagine a lot, <laughs> have a new five-part miniseries coming weekly starting in August 2015. The unique setting point of this miniseries, Doctors 10, 11 and 12, all in one story, and maybe a War Doctor too. Of this thrilling event, Titan said... The event will run through August and September 2015 in place of the ongoing series and will feature all three Doctors from Titan's regular ongoings. This epic event is the thrilling next chapter in Titan's comics' bombastic Doctor Who publishing saga. Mm. Paul Cornell has written the story, apparently calling it The Four Doctors. Oh, my God. God, original. that's an original title. Where the hell did they get that one from? I don't know. How do you think that up? Oh, I've, I'm, you I'm must amazed. have slaved for hours over that one, Paul. You must have slaved for hours. It's nice to know that those four would actually come back and do a TV story together. Yeah. yeah. We may yeah. not get Eccleston back, I think, but we could definitely no, have that. I think it's quite yeah. ironic, yeah. the fact that um, it's... Ten years since who, and we're now gotten a, a multiple Doctor story. Yeah, like we did the last ten years. Yeah. Thing is, if you got them all back, the poor old War Doctor wanders mm. around going, "I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get the fuss." <laughs> yeah. John Hurt just didn't get why the fuss. <laughs> well, no, no. Doctor, he doesn't call himself Doctor, does he? Really? No, no. So the four Doctors. He does towards well, the end. Three Doctors and him. We, we, we've had three men and a little lady. <laughs> yeah, that could be the new title. Three Doctors and him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because towards the end he called himself the Doctor. Only the very end, just where he regenerated. Yeah. Yes. yeah. There's much gap there for him to go off anywhere. Um, Regained the title, yeah. yeah. He's just going to get a series of multi-Doctor stories now, isn't he? Oh, come on, I'm sick of this. <laughs> yeah, really he doesn't does. remember anything at the end of any of them. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any addendums? Um, I, I have a few addendums. Oh, I lay them on us. Yeah. Is that a list you've got there? Oh, yes, yes. I've been beavering away for small hours with the candle guttering and burning. Now uh, we know why Karen hasn't turned up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who role-playing game. Ooh. Yep. Uh, recently we've had the source books come out. Yep. And I think they finally got up to number nine. Yep, I think so. But on the Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space forum site, mm-hmm. which is www.datis.com. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, they are. They have got an ongoing, unofficial Doctor Who source book. Okay, Mm -hmm. which basically is all—it's all fan-based, fan-motivated, but it's all the comic strips, the books, and the audio plays. Any stage productions? No, uh, I I, I don't know about stage. There might be stage productions with this one because they have just released for free download Mm -hmm. the third Doctor unofficial source book. Oh, okay. Obviously, as it's all part time, they run quite a way behind the official releases. But all of it is non-paid for, non-profit, donated work. Mm. That's quite good. Yeah, it's it's set out like the official books. You have a quick plot synopsis, gadgets that are used, major characters that are featured, and and a couple of alternates using the same material. what stories it could branch off into. Oh, okay. So you could you can run the story or you could run a scenario based on something uh, that's happened in that story. Peter Cushing? I think he was in the first book. I think he was, they, okay. He was in, in the, the Hartnell one. 
So what if uh, Tom Campbell hadn't eaten those sweets? Yes, the, uh, yes, yes, th- things like that. Jeez, so, uh, okay. Yes, I, I recommend if you're a fan or, yeah, if you're a fan, you're listening to this or you run uh, role-playing, it's a nice source book. It can be downloaded, as like I said, from the Doctor Who forum or it can be downloaded from uh, Cisco's blog page because he's the one who has organised this and got it off the ground. Okay, and all free. All free. All banned, spankingly free. Ooh. Mm. Didn't you have another addendum? Well, well, again, I'm not sure if this is the correct form, this, but <laughs> con- no, considering we did uh, an actual factual bit last time with the engine. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I have another scientific factual bit. Okay, well, they, that's when... They, no, no, they have created self-repairing concrete. Oh, I heard about that, yes. Self-repairing concrete? Self-repairing yep. concrete. Mm-hmm. Self-healing concrete. If your concrete gets a crack in it... Yes. An Amy's <laughs> crack uh, in it, yeah. it will self-heal. What they've done Ooh. is they've got uh, the concrete, they've mixed it up with a certain bacteria... If moisture gets into the bacteria, into the crack with the bacteria, it will eat something that is in the concrete and secrete limestone, sealing the crack. Mm. Wow, okay. So you can seal your crack. You can seal Mm. your crack. Mm. No more cracks being exposed. (laughs) It's back on to Elton and Ursula or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my addendums. Uh, Any others? None for me. No, no one's no. died. No. no. There is one oh! Oh. final one then for oh. uh, fans of that splitter, Arthur Darville. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, I forgot about that one. Yes. yes. How do I not what, know? What? 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 He, he's in. He's also joining the superhero bandwagon. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. now in DC's TV series Legends of Tomorrow. What the heck's that? I don't know, but it's featuring uh, such failures as Brandon Routh, Superman from yeah. Superman mm-hmm. Returns, who's now a DC superhero of some kind. What is he? He's an Atom, isn't he? Yeah, he's Atom. Mm, Atom, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He's DC's yeah. version of Atom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Victor Garber from Alias, Arthur mm-hmm. Darwell's in there. Dominic Purcell, no yep. relation, I'm afraid. Yep. Um, <laughs> but what I love is what is the character Darvel is playing? He is, is looking it up properly, Rip Hunter. Yes. <laughs> that's a great name, Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter. <laughs> who is? A roguish Time traveller. Ah, okay. Hmm. Hi, it's strange of being responsible for history itself behind the facade of charm and wit. <laughs> so I've actually got a film with Arthur Darville and Wentworth Miller. Yeah. All I'm waiting for is yeah. actually somewhere in the Who's dialogue for him to explain something by it being a timey-wimey thing. The fan system will go into <laughs> nerd <laughs> <gasm. laughs> I don't care if it is a bad film now. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. No. no. White Arthur Canary, Darwin, Firestorm, Rip Hawk. Hunter, mm. Hawk. Yep. Hawk Girl, Hawk Girl, apparently, yeah. Heatwave, <laughs> the Captain na- Cold. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> names like, are terrible. They are. Rip Hunter, <laughs> Captain is, Cold. It's like the the, the economy version. Yeah, there, there is a, a trailer out there for it because I think I played it to you last mm, on Saturday. Last Saturday. Yeah. yeah, is well, Captain Cold like Mister Freeze or something? Mm, yes, because <laughs> the Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. When I saw the trailer for Ant-Man, I thought for a minute, this is having a laugh, isn't it? I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah. Is that really it? I forgot that one, yeah. It will be for that film chain, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) It's a TV series. I think it's a TV series. It's carrying on from Arrow and Flash. Oh, excellent. Okay, I I will tune in for a couple of those. Next year. Yes. That's end of the news. Indeed. 
We've all been watching TV, haven't we? Mm. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Kind yes. of. Mm. Film. Old TV film. Mm. Very yes. old TV. Very, very old TV film. <laughs> it was a cinema film. It was a cinema film, first of oh, all. Yeah. It was back in 84. It, was oh, blast. Blast. it didn't do badly, but... It did very well. Yeah. Mm, yes. It was quite popular. Oh, now there's a clue. Oh, there's a massive hint if ever there was one. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. film were we watching? Terminator. <laughs> we were, actually. He's not lying. We were yes. watching the Terminator. Yes. It's, I still enjoyed it. It's still a good film, though it has dated in some aspects. Really? What are you talking <laughs> about? I can't, uh, well, how, how can I describe this generously? Uh, big hair. Big hair. <laughs> there was some big hair. Oh, Mainly oh, female. Po- po- poodle perms, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very mm. 80s. Very yeah. 80s. Yeah, the look yeah. of it is... If Emmy wants to film something which is set in the 80s, watch this film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Copy yeah. that. Absolutely. Yes. It reminded me very much of the hairstyles in Varos. That was Avengers on Varos around the oh, same yes. time, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I was having flashbacks to Peladon with the, the perm. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was having a flashback to my youth. I, re- I recognise <laughs> that feather hair yeah. I've seen it on some photographs of me. <laughs> well, Almost it was slightly Farrah Fawcett major. Yeah, yeah. I, I never had that haircut. <laughs> no, no. It was my first time with this film. Really? Oh, really? Obviously, yeah. he popped his Terminator cherry. Yeah. Indeed. And what did you think? Uh, well, yeah, I can tell tell where it's dated, but I really enjoyed it. it yeah, it, mm, it's not well. as bad as I thought it was going to be. The hair's the the big thing yeah. that stands yeah. out. Literally, mm. the effects weren't too bad in places. There no. was sort of contradictory effects: some mm. that had aged badly, yeah. and some mm. that had aged well. But they were both simultaneously on the screen at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, shots apart. Yeah, yeah. So you had the stop motion, uh, stop motion terminator towards yeah. the end yeah. and yet it was perfectly uh, chroma keyed onto the background yeah that's true so the stop motion yeah. didn't look good but the actual chroma key looked really good <laughs> yeah. yeah there yeah. again the uh, radio controlled head where um, sort of he's digging his eye out yeah. 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 yeah that was a little bit um Obvious. It, it was, was a bit a safe on yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at the time, I imagine it was quite impressive. Nothing to remember at the I time, think, yeah. remembering it looked yeah. a bit animatronic. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But he's a robot, so yeah. occasionally he looks more robotic. Yeah. He'll switch yeah. flips. Yeah. Look robotic. If you, if you compare human. that now to something <laughs> like um, the droid man out of Deep Breath, where they've yeah. done really well yeah. with that animatronic mm, yeah. clockwork head. Mm. Yeah. Then it's really obvious that that's... But then that was... I mean, I TV know we're doing T1, well. but when mm. they did T2, that was the big thing. Because T1 was was actually quite groundbreaking in a lot yeah. of the special effects. And then mm. T2, you had the guy that melted through yeah, the bars. Yeah, again, so it was really T1. And it was just yeah. a jumping mm. special That effect. was first yeah. extensive mm. use of CGI. It was. Mm. I have to remember oh, yeah. the ones... I, I remember what from watching... It's been a long time yeah. since I watched it. I remember um, when I watched it about the, the uh, animatronic head. The robot at the end, I remember being slightly stop-go, but I didn't find that weird because no. it would mm, then yeah. come down to its robotic part and it gone through fire, so it maybe it was a bit jerky. jerky. Yeah, well, it, it, it had the limp. But the mm. thing that I was shocked about is I seem to remember the opening credit Side effects a lot, lot better, and it was really weird. Some of them in the same scene were phenomenally amazing, mm-hmm. while other bits of it looked totally boxy. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, but I'm looking at the same scene, and it's almost like the foreground is boxy and the background is, yeah. is really yeah, the, well the, done. It, it was, was, it was, 
I think some of the tracks where they're running across, I'm assuming, San Francisco or wherever it was, right. it's been defeated. It was all backlit. So oh, it was all that, big, back projection. You had that yeah. massive, great big droid trundling mm. around. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the foreground bit, which then running across, does jar. Yeah, like, yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And yes. I, I assumed that that was what the film was going to be about. I assumed it wasn't going to be much set on Earth. I, yeah. Well, not in yeah. uh, present yeah. day. Yeah. In yeah. present yeah. day, yeah. I assumed yeah. it was all going to be set there because the reputation I was going by was all the computer games out at the time yeah. and they were usually set okay. in the future, in the future. Yeah. and you're yeah. always yeah. killing droids throwing grenades or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. 2029 I have to give a fast. shout out purple laser beams purple, the only time oh, yeah. I've ever laser seen beams. purple yeah. laser beams they're either green or red <laughs> not purple <laughs> Jackson purple, yes. purple yeah. uh, yes. laser beams mm. but again although they probably haven't aged well I suppose I thought they were quite impressive for 1984 yeah. considering oh, they were creating well. a whole new yeah. world yeah. Yeah. It, it was groundbreaking in this, the special effects yeah. oh, good no one has seen anything that. quite like the, um, the Terminator the naked Terminator at the very yeah. end yes someone had <laughs> Harlan Ellison. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never that, seen that. Mm. I don't know how different it is. I, I haven't. I, I'm not sure. I think it was a short story. I'm not sure yeah. if it was ever televised. I think it was in Outer Limits, wasn't it? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I could, was, I'm willing to admit I could be mistaken. It was the first time it'd been seen on main screen, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and it really was. Mm. I don't know if there's actually a, a robot in Outer Limits. A um, soldier. I think it's just somebody who comes back from the future. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the only Outer Limits uh, story I remember was the uh, was. Well, it was called iRobot, where um, a robot goes to the higher court to prove he's human. It's very much based on um, the Bicentennial Man. Yeah, mm. I, I thought it had quite a lot of creepy moments, this film. Obviously, it's quite mm. dark anyway, because it's about him trying to kill people and getting yeah. the wrong yeah. people. But the skull crushing at the beginning with the droid going over the tank tracks. Yeah, yeah a lot of skulls lying around. Mm. There, there were a lot of skulls. Them up. I know people have uh, sort of Schwarzenegger is very robot in it because he's but I do like the level of lip syncing that he does mm. for yes. the mother the mm. cop mm. what I'm going to yeah. say it is most lip syncing you can tell it is not them because mm-hmm. they're not saying the words but yeah. he, he lip synced very Nicely. well, yeah. Very well. I, I wonder if it wasn't the other way around. Could yeah. have been. Mm. Whoever's doing the voiceover could have been. lip sync to him. Could have been, could have mm. been. I'm not I don't know. I don't know which way around. Am I right in saying that was um, on his big screen debut? No. no, I think he's done Conan, Conan before Conan that one. Oh, yeah, I think this, this yeah. is the one mm. that cemented the oh, big right. screen. Yeah. Mm. You know, because uh, Conan because was there's Conan, was it Conan, uh, I was going to say Librarian. <laughs> Conan Barbarian was big. Conan, Conan the we, Destroyer. Then we had this, then we had Conan Destroyer. So oh, right. mm. It's right at the beginning of his career, and he's mm. had about, he has one after another three major hits. Oh, right. So I don't think this is the one that kickballed it, but it's mm. cemented. So basically yeah. they all came, came on the heels of each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it cemented the fact that he was a big name, big mm. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, one question I must ask. I mean, I said it to you sort of Saturday evening when, when we were watching the film. Been asleep since then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth has happened to Michael Biehn? I mean, yes. up, until about, yes. up until he was in everything in the 80s and then bang, yeah. that was it. He just vanished. Because he was, was, well, was in two, two uh, yeah, which obviously were mm. both I mean, James Cameron, weren't yeah. they? So. Yeah, so Alien 2. I mean, I think the last film I saw him in, well, was uh, The Abyss and that was it. He's probably doing James Cameron uh, again. Yeah, yeah, he's well, probably yeah. doing Comic Cons then, isn't he? Mm. I oh, never know. Huh. Well, as I say, perhaps him and Cameron have had an argument and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not using you anymore. He's been in stuff, uh, nothing I've particularly heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's doing the convention circuit. Mm, then. Yeah, yeah. Like but yeah, he's been keeping busy, from what I can tell. But anyway, mm. yeah, the thing I like about this mainly is that it's a nice staple time loop. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you don't see yeah. done very often. It's closed loop. Not properly, anyway. Here, it is self-contained. It's done. Even photo. down to the photo. Yeah, the yeah, photo. Even, uh, yeah. 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 Poor Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> seen his own demise, basically. By yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Presumably, Skynet can't have done much testing of the time travel thing it had built. Yeah. Otherwise, it would know that whatever it's sending back is predestined. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How, how do you test that type of thing? Mm. I don't is know, it, yeah. Oh, um, interesting uh, coincidence. Where my brother lives, uh, my oldest brother, he lives over in Wiltshire, not too far from Bath. And about half a mile from him, there's this drive called Skynet Drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I remember when um, <laughs> Reagan was suggesting the real Skynet or Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what this is all based on, isn't it? Yeah. This and War Games. Yeah. yeah. It's all that sort of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I War Games is one I we'll share a comment sometime. that fake Keith has made as well, and I, I have to say it was something I quite note, liked and noted that nowadays when you get any kind of these movies, the heroines and the heroes are all kind of like with it and muscle bound and in from yeah. the mm-hmm. kickoff. This one, Sarah Connor's like, I would be. Ah, I don't get yeah. it. Why me? Completely she unprepared. She's completely unprepared. She's just an average woman mm-hmm. who's covering the bills, going out, having a nice time. She's not doesn't know which ways up come to a gun or yeah. big explosives or anything else. Yeah, but towards, and thrown into it. But towards the end of the film, she does start sort of displaying her leadership think, qualities. She, she does, does but, but she doesn't start in that. Oh, part. very yeah, much so. Yes. It's, it's that doesn't really kick in until literally mm. the. End. Well, yeah, and the last scene. Yeah, yeah, that, that mm. scene. That, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, that's explored a lot more in the second. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, very yeah. much so, yes. I have to say, thank heavens they actually found music later on for movies. <laughs> Instead God, of yeah. bits of noise we will put together to make us... <laughs> it's the radiophonic, music, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, I have to say, it was driving me up the walls. It was very sea devils. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it was, felt very bleak, didn't I, it? it? Well, it wasn't that it felt bleak, it was very jarring as well. I mean, you can have music that's bleak, but this was just like... Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> you tell, tell you what it reminds beep, beep. me of. It reminds me of all those eighties computer games. Video yeah. game music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> reminds me of the Sea Devils. It's, <laughs> it's basically scat jazz, yeah. but for electronics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just done through a synth. That's After the one while, thing about the eighties yeah. films that a lot of them I really well. You, the sound you, you have the opposite effect where it's all Keith McCullochy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd almost rather have that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I say it's been a long time since I watched this. Mm. I was surprised actually how much I really did enjoy it. it how much I'd forgotten, but also yeah. how much I'd remembered. Well, and mm. I, and I started to get the first and the second one mixed up with the going in to get the clothes, but that's yeah. the second one with the bikers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's repeating the the yeah. gag for want yeah. of a better word from the first one. Yeah. Mm. Mind you, it, it does raise some very you know, sort of uh, very pertinent points, especially in this day and age with um, artificial intelligence and such. And the big question is, could it ever become self-aware and sentient? Mm-hmm. Mm. Would it really kill us? Well, oh, that's, yeah, that's true. What's yeah. Terminator Two? Mm. <laughs> Did it actually cover why? It it started killing everyone. Just yeah. felt like it. No, it's programmed it's just... to kill her, and the machines just don't want anything. Humans are just obsolete. 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 Okay. They, they yeah. want them so out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to kill Sarah Connor. It doesn't actually matter that there's 500 human beings between him and his target. Uh, oh no, no, no. Skynet. I mean, yeah. Skynet. Skynet. Originally programmed to obviously to protect the United States. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's decided to preemptively wipe out uh, the Soviets as it okay. would have been back then, and uh, then thought, okay, now I've done that. Now, these other humans, the Americans, are now a threat to me. So I'm yeah, it's, 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 it's a chain reaction. It's more yeah. or less along the lines of 
the last film we reviewed, which is Ultra, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Peace in our mm, time. The yeah. only way we can have peace in our time is to wipe, wipe everything out. out. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Who's much. the enemy when everyone's the enemy? Basically, you're programmed mm. to destroy the enemy when the people that create you try to turn you off. They're the enemy. They're the yeah. enemy. That's them. Mm. Yeah. But if, if you haven't seen Terminator and can bear the music, <laughs> I'd watch it because it, there was one gag in that that you will have seen in a Doctor Who story not so long ago. Really? Mm. Yeah. The Christmas one? No, no. The Pandorica opens. They did a variation on the uh, the gag with the uh, Cyberman. When he get, you end up with the head and the torso. Oh, right. The dragging himself dragging across. Dragging itself across. The- oh, oh. They did a variation of that in the oh, Pandorica yes. opens well, with the Cyberman. Usually, yeah. usually when we watch this, all these things, we're cracking jokes, we're commenting, we're, we're pointing at the screen laughing in some extreme cases. <laughs> but this one, we were silent because we were watching. Yeah. Well, by about halfway through. Yeah, we... Yeah. we, we we started off making jokes, and there was a lot of death, and it felt inappropriate. It <laughs> <laughs> never stopped us. Yeah. Well, it never stops us. <laughs> it does a very tightly edited oh, yeah. film. Yeah. It's yeah. Like roller coaster, really, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. It's a chase film, basically. Yeah. The person being um, protected has to be an idiot at one point, mm. as Sarah was, she was to, yeah. to draw the robot back on them. Right. Now, this is the question. Is the Terminator a robot? A cyborg, an android. They call it a cyborg. They call it a cyborg. I think he's more a robot because he's just covered in flesh. He's not... He can exist without the flesh. If you take R2-D2... A stick a load of flesh around it. Yeah. Does he become a cyborg? No, still no. a robot. No. no. So, I think no. it's. I think it's a robot. It's pushing the definition of cyborg. Now, whereas compare that to say the uh, faceless man or half face man or whatever. Yeah. Robots becoming try and become organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then then yes. Yeah. Because mm. you'll take organic bits and you incorporate yeah. it into your body. Yeah. Mm. It's a functional component. And as a as a flop, flip side, the uh, Steve Austin six million dollar man. He's a cyborg because mm. you've yeah. got he can exist without the mechanical bits. Yeah, they yeah. just help him. Mm. Yeah. So essentially, you've got a Terminator robot laminated in flesh. Yes, yeah. basically. Right. Okay. I mean, the organic parts of the Terminator it doesn't have to rely upon you know, the mechanical uh, parts. Yeah, because vice he, versa, he took the eye away and he mm. still yeah. could see. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, when at the end the, the, the flesh gets burnt off, he still it was just it was just camouflage. That was all it was. Yeah, it will be interesting to see <clears throat> what the new version is like and how it stands up to the old one because whilst there are bits like the music and the fashions it's still a very strong story i don't think you could improve much on it but i wonder if how they're going to approach it now is going to change that very much it's a very simple story so presumably they're going to add complications As, as, as far as i can see from the trailers that uh, the current film takes place in the middle of the first film, like uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, right. So there, there is, again, a small time shenanigans mm, going on. Right. There's a subplot going on. Yeah. Mm. So you've got two Carl Reese's yes. going in that night to <laughs> yeah. have a go yeah. with Sarah Connor. Yeah. <laughs> it gets very confusing. <laughs> Two's up. <laughs> Right, we have a quiz here. Based on that previous segment, I have a list of entities here. (laughs) (laughs) This will be either, perhaps arguably, a robot, an android, or a cyborg. Okay. So, fingers on your buzzers. Okay. And we shall begin. The first one is Bishop. Ah, an android. An android, indeed. Organic android, but an Mm -hmm. android nonetheless. Okay. C-3PO. (laughs) 
Robot. Robot, yep. Um, yeah. They call them human droids. cyborg human relations. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what were our choices again? Android. Robot, android, or cyborg. Okay, thank you. Chumblies. Robots. Robot it is. Crumbly's got chumblies. Chumblies on the brain. I'm getting a feeling the deja vu here with my button. <laughs> Cylon Centurion. Centurion? I think... Mm. Robot. I would agree with that. Ooh. ED209. Robot. Robot. Yes, why not? ED209. Uh, Robocop. Mm. Robocop. Oh. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Kit. Ooh, kit, as in the car. Yeah. A car? A car. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd have to say uh, robot. No, yep. no I, I'd say car. I'd oh. say car. <laughs> it's a robot. Yeah. It's in, yeah. in, in the body of a car. Car <laughs> is also a robot. Doesn't transform into anything. No. Nope. <laughs> but it's still a robot, actually. Thank God. <laughs> Marvin. Robot. Uh-uh. Uh, no. Android? No, no robot. Robot. No, it's a paranoid android. 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 But he's not paranoid. He's not an android, really, is he? Well, actually, he's manic depressive. They call him a paranoid android, but he's neither paranoid Mm -hmm. nor an android, actually. He's a robot. He's a robot. They they call him robot elsewhere in the... Mm -hmm. Ah, No, electronic sulking machine. Yeah. Yeah. They do call him robot. We go with that. This works. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, then. Android. Correct. <laughs> the what question would be as to data. <laughs> Let's all try that. Well, we've well, got a one in three, one in three chance. Yeah. All right. Any more? Um, Robocop. Cyborg. Cyborg. Clearly a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Roy Batty. Mm, now this is a difficult one. I would, no, 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 I would say android, but he was a biological robot. So it's Bishop. Mm. Uh. No, I think from. Uh, I think I think Bishop was more mechanical. Oh, right, yes. I think Bishop was more mechanical, whereas uh, Batty is completely biological. Yeah, there are two diff- different types of android, yeah, where some are organic and some are mechanical. Obviously, Data's mechanical and Roy Batty, genetically engineered. Yeah. So, but still an android. Steve Austin. Cyborg. Cyborg. I said him earlier. I said Steve Austin. He did. Yeah. The name gives this one away a bit. The Borg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bit of a giveaway. Cyborg. Cyborg. I haven't got Cyborg in here. It's too easy. No. <laughs> the Gunslinger. Android. Oh, I just said Cyborg. Android. No, I'll go with that. Because Android is a robot in complete human form. So I'm going with Android. I thought he was a genetic... He was genetic... He was yeah, he had metal added to him, didn't he? Yeah, he I think he was from, a, he was from the war. Oh, no! I see. Yeah, I've got the wrong... I've got the wrong gunslinger. Oh, okay. I've got oh. the wrong guns. Gunslinger Which gunslinger from... are you on about? Well, I was actually thinking of... Uh, I'm... I'm thinking of Future World. Yeah, Westworld. I'm, we're, we're I'm thinking, thinking of Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah, I'm thinking of Westworld. <laughs> okay, so... So you all go Both right. Both of them are. Everyone's... Yeah. <laughs> Android yes. for Westworld mm, yeah. and uh, Cyborg, Cyborg for, for Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. So I give you that. I give you that. And penultimately, the Terminator. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> uh, very moot point. Indeed. We've had this discussion. Yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> Well, he's stalling. I, he's stalling. I would say, hesitation. I would, no, I would say a robot. Yeah, I'd accept yeah. that. I'd mm-hmm. accept that. I know they tend to call it a, 
a side mm, ball. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the skin was just camouflaged, as I stated. Yeah. yeah. There may be uh, justification for calling other types of Terminators cyborg. For mm. example, uh, Cameron from uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. Because she does eat. Yeah. And ah. she, she you can see her cry and stuff like that. Mm. I think she, she's more integrated with her, her flesh than maybe Arnie's T-800. Yeah, I go for that. If you can poke your eye out and still see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're happy. <laughs> and finally then, The Vision. I'm going fanboid. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So, android, I'd say. Slightly genetically engineered, yeah, slightly weaved mechanical. From, from the flesh weaved, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So. But still an android. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. Mm. We have uh, two people. I've got one button. <laughs> 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 I'm pressing my little button and it's worse. Yeah, not fast enough. So, Crombley and Keith, both in first place. Oh, oh, oh dear. congratulations, mm. dear chap. We have somebody called Michael's. Bot Filler uh, coming in uh, second. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, being funny up the rear is Gene here. Oh. <laughs> you like it up the rear, do you? <laughs> so does Bot Filler. Ah, okay. <laughs> It's working now. <laughs> or is that your opinion? <laughs> okay. I, I was poised, ready for K9. <laughs> it never yeah. came up. <laughs> uh, Unreliable dog. But he can come up now. Yes. yes. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we've been watching Doctor Who. Ooh. Classic Who. Which one? Which one? Androidy Who. Android, uh, uh, Android Invasion. No. no. No, no, no. Robots of Death. No. Um, num, num, Ambassadors num, num. of Death. No. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the robots in that? Um, there was death. <laughs> ah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Androids of Tara. Yes. But you should have used your buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the key yes. to time. Mm. The fourth segment would, would of the key this, to time. Would you call this a Tom Baker comedy half hour one? We Not were creeping so dangerously into mm. Tom Baker. It, it wasn't right. totally, but there was no. elements of light hearted. I think right. I think mm. I stopped watching Power of Crawl. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when, when when we had people dressed painted green, I thought, no, yeah. that's it. <laughs> we jumped the shark. We, we've seen this in Star Trek. Yeah. Why were yeah. they painted green? They were swampies. He's, well, of course. Can I bring you back in? Yeah, we're, we're in the we're wrong on, episode. We're in yeah. the wrong key to time, <laughs> yeah. here. We're on the Tara one. Yeah. Right, the Tara one with the um, fantastic... This is, this is probably one of the the second arc series. Is. Well, this is the first arc yeah. series. Is. Complete, had, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you had the, the, key, the You had the um, chase, but... Yeah, yes. everyone's now kind of used story. to series being an arc. This yeah. was actually probably the first yeah. Doctor Who. was the first, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was yeah. all yeah. Graham Williams's idea, wasn't it? No, it was quite a loosely uh, assembled yeah. Uh, yeah. arc. And, and the nice thing about this one is they got the arc out of the way with straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah she went In up this the one, there was. Yeah, <laughs> Romana says, I can do this better than you. Yeah. Yeah. And she did. Well, am, yeah. I, am I correct in saying Douglas Adams had a hand in it? Uh, I think he was a script he, editor, wasn't he? Didn't he come in a script editor towards the end? of Armageddon read. Factor. Uh, yeah. right. He did the okay. very last scene okay. and then the 79 series. But he did write Pirate Planet shortly yes. before. Oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. So he yeah. worked up something yeah. like that. This is when Hitchhikers was exploding into popularity. Yeah. 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 So he yeah. was stretched both ways. <laughs> so we had Tom Baker. Yes. Mm. We had the Mary Tam version of Romana. Yes. yes. Romana one. Many, many Mary Tams. John Leeson. Yes. Yes. Wonderful John Leeson. Indeed. Yeah. Doing the voice of K9. The best. That's our regulars. Does someone want to fill someone in on the plot? It's, oh, <laughs> um, um, Prisoner of Zender. 
Yes, basically, that basically yes. is how when, I'm as just a, when, when it was first shown, I'm not sure if it was the summer holiday beforehand or the summer holiday afterwards, but I know when it was first shown, I was very conscious of what it was because I'd only just seen Prisoner of Zenda. Uh, oh, okay. Well, this came out in November through to December 78. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I must confess, I mean, this is the first time I've actually seen these episodes. What? Me too. Mm. I'd never yeah, seen it um, The only this bit, weekend. I mean, I may have seen sn- snippets of it when it, when it was originally released. Yeah. The, the scene right at the end where you see K-9 in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what jogged my memory. But as I say, wow. watching the DVD the other night... I mean, I had I hadn't read the uh, sleeve notes. Yeah. But as I was watching, I thought, hang on a second. Yeah, I thought there are certain similarities to Prisoner of Zender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much certain similarities as uh, well. I wouldn't say a blatant rip-off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is Prisoner as, as <laughs> yeah. Adam was saying. It, it is Prisoner of Zender with the file. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With loads off. of androids in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it, this also has some references back to Robots of Death. Mm. With the whole thing about, I don't know what it is about androids. Yeah. So, for, you know, an android mm. say the same androids. thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that little thing between the inhumanity, not inhumanity, but the, the not being human and being able to relate to androids. Throw back to robots. Yeah, the androids in this don't seem to have any real intelligence of their own. No, they're, no. Not no. they're, they're, they're just, just programs. They yeah. you know, they're they, just tools. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, more or less. Yeah. It's programmed intelligence. Mm. Yeah, uh, so yeah. There's, there's they have minds. Yeah, so there's. There's one point they're not where, thinking for themselves. No, no, no. There is one point where they actually say the android prince is, seems to be more intelligent than mm. the prince. <laughs> Obviously, I programmed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, going back to the comparisons between um, this and uh, the prisoner of Zender, I mean, as I was explaining to our Presidente uh, earlier on, there's the Stuart Granger character. Yes. Yeah. His name Prince Reinhardt. Yeah. yeah. He is obviously Rudolf Rassendil. Yeah. And um, who is it? Uh, With the most wonderful drawn on moustache you've ever seen. Yeah, very much. So with the pencil moustaches in the 1953 film version. Mm. And Count Grendel of Gracht oh. is obviously Rupert of Hensel. Yeah. Mm. And I've got to say, Count Grendel is, of Grath is played as Basil Rathbone. Ah. He yeah. is he's <laughs> an honourable villain that would quite happily stab you in the back, but he's jovial with it. He's yeah. smiling all the time. Mm. Yeah. But there again, James Mason's character, he was cocky, he was arrogant. Yeah. As watching him, I can quite easily see mm. Basil Rathbone in that role, mm. yeah, yes, and, and what sealed it for me was, you know, well, was the scene where um, Count Grendel he takes the dive from the parapet yeah. into the moat and swims off. Yeah, <laughs> all he had to do was sort of, you know, sort of shout out, "I shall see you again, fake, you know, fake pretender." Yeah, yeah, that's actually my favourite favourite line, actually, where Tom mm. runs up and goes, "Grenville, you forgot your hat." <laughs> the production values also is what the BBC does well, as in it's presented as a period piece. Mm. Yeah, mm. It is, yeah. Even and so your stuff got... on uh, location looks really good. Yeah. yeah. You, you might have electric swords and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah. laser crossbows. Laser crossbows, but it's, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's still very much, well, you could say a swashbuckling episode. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was impressed with the uh, crossbows, actually. Yeah. The swords, not so much. Not, yeah, not but, so yeah, the, the crossbows were done quite well but because the, the bolts were actually stop. shooting mm. in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. completely filmed, not too far away from me, at Leeds Castle. Mm. Uh, okay. Mm. Kent. 
Yes, Leeds Castle, Kent, Kent, not Leeds in Leeds. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts on the uh, Tauron Bear. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, say. thankfully yes. it was over very quickly. Quickly, yes. What was the point of that? I don't know. Yeah, not Just too sure about of, that. that was, no. They always Arrow. thought that the, each story had to have a monster, yeah. didn't they? Well, so I think it also was in. to do that whole ingratiating into him saving her and seeing he is a good guy. And they, mean, they could have just used if, a gorilla costume and got away, you know, it would have looked better yeah. than the face of that beast. Mm. If Romana wanted to in, injure herself, I mean, at least, at least she could have taken a tumble down the slope of moderate inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And I, I do still feel that um, Mary Tam was slightly short-changed. How do you mean? Well, the, there's... She's got plenty to do. Right, she's got right, exactly, well, she's, got, she, she's yeah. got plenty to do, but unfortunately the main bits, which is Romana and Princess Strella, Strella. Rama, mm-hmm. Romana yeah. is a royal ice queen who's non-emotional and things don't yeah. catch her. Princess Strella is a royal queen, <laughs> yeah. non-emotional. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't much character yeah. diversity. It wasn't stretching no, 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 no. her acting abilities, no, it wasn't. wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's true. Usually, when you get a chance to play two characters, you can play two wildly different characters and demonstrate your full acting range. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were cut from the same cloth, mm. and the androids were... Had no personality to them anyway. Just, yeah, yeah. versions of yeah. those characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm. I liked the fact that the um, the peasants had learned stuff <laughs> like android yes. working. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah the, that, the technological that, part of the what, society that, didn't quite fit the story. No, look back to the Victorian era. Yeah, the the Victorian gentry. How much did they know about their technology? Yeah, it was yeah. all done by the peasants, the little people. I, the, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, like like yeah. Faraday and people but, like that. So they were pretty well to do. Yeah, yeah. if it was done now, it would be a bit more graduates. steampunky, wouldn't it? Mm. It would be. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It would need to be because it doesn't quite fit. It doesn't no. fit. You've, it's too it's far too... technological. For, yeah, we only seem to have setting. one woman who even had any knowledge of androids at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was killed mm. off. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Madam Lamia. Yeah, I think they tried to keep it too close to the book for it. To... Yeah, laugh out loud, loud moment in it was um, Grendel's manservant. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Kate yeah. Grendel's woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean the archetypal hunchback with the dodgy eye. Oh yes, master. Yeah, Doesn't he appear in Mor- Brain and Morbius? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On loan from Castle Frankenstein. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was reading in the footnotes, apparently Mary Tam actually designed her own outfit. Yes, yes. Because yeah. the original costume didn't work. Yeah. Um, so she actually redesigned, and I love that outfit. Yeah, and apparently, although she was a very competent horsewoman, she refused to do the horse riding mm. scenes because she couldn't wear a hat. Mm, yeah. And seeing the size of that horse, yeah. I wouldn't have got on that thing without <laughs> wearing a riding hat. There is one scene where she's sort of over the horse with Grenville, isn't there? Grenville, sorry. Uh, the character is. Whether yeah. the actress is or it was a stunt double is yeah. another matter. Stuart Felligan. Yeah. <laughs> In a purple dress. <laughs> I did like, once again, the fact that the doctor gets to pick up a sword. Yeah, yes. although I don't yes. think Tom put much effort into it, no, did he? No, uh, but it's Romana's reaction, and he can do it. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he was taught by uh, somebody from Cleopatra's guard, according mm. to Mask Mendragora. Oh, OK. Ah, oh, right. Because yeah. that's, that's the other time. He yeah, had a sword fight. yeah for... it went off a long time. A sword fight, but there wasn't yeah. actually mm. much to it. it just... It's just him well, slashing yeah, wild Paris. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, it was very much shame. almost an Errol Flynn type mm. sword oh, fight yeah. with the, uh, mm. you know, Robin Hood and Sheriff mm. going up the stairs. It, yeah. <laughs> I gather from some of the extras that they were keep trying to get Tom to rehearse it. 
and yeah. he just wouldn't. He was yeah. always mm-hmm. too busy. Yeah. So I ended up going in, they hadn't rehearsed it at all, which is mm. what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> just make yeah. it up. Just goes, oh, well, it's it's just like, it is oh, almost into the Tom Baker comedy half yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. For, a person, for a person who eschews weapons, I mean, he's, he practices Venusian Aikido. He's defensively. Defensively. He's very <laughs> deft with a sword because the only other sword battle that comes to mind that the Doctor is in, was engaged in was uh, between him and the Master in uh, The Sea Devils. Oh, what, but, New Who found but, a yeah. couple of... Yeah. Cigarettes. You've got to learn mm, how yeah. to use a sword because oh, you can die yeah. by one, so it's yeah. a bloody yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, I actually enjoy this story. It is a bit of a fun romp. It's yeah. not, yeah. Oh, it's it's not a, it's one a romp, of the yeah. classic ones. No, no. Um, it, it but it's falls, also it's not a bad one. It's, it's, it's I think yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one little while ago, I think it was um, Dave Keep challenged us or challenged me to think of an average who. Yeah. And I think this is. It's good, yeah. but it's... Average. I think I, think I that, looked it up. It comes out at number ninety-eight on the recent DWM poll of two hundred and was it mm. two hundred and forty odd? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's watchable. I, there's nothing beast notwithstanding. Yeah. There is nothing <laughs> too re- visible about it. Yeah, I thought it was a little dull, to be honest. Yeah, it's never been. It's been one of my least favourite in the key to time. I have to say, I even prefer Power of Crawl over this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it is quite funny. And I, I think that's mm, yeah. I think that's how you have to look at the whole of Keith's time. It's quite yeah. funny, but it's not quite Tom Baker hamming it at every moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the low edge of the curve. It's the yeah. best se- best season for K nine. I think he's used <laughs> very well in uh, the Keith's time. He gets through a few bits. He's not in it too much because he no. can't do much with him. But he gets his moments. Stick him on float. a canoe. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he can. Yeah, he can paddle <laughs> somehow. As I say, I mean, once I sort of sussed out the connection between, between that and uh, the Prisoner of Zender, I mean, I quite enjoyed it. For yeah. it was yeah. because it was you know, very derivative of the uh, film I can't remember who said it but uh, I think it was maybe Terence Dix that who is at its best when its roots are showing mm-hmm. and this one mm-hmm. you can definitely see oh, what it's great yeah. I was a little disappointed it's pretty much Romana's story in many ways it yeah. is but there's a point where she Manages to escape, and then within about five minutes, she's captured again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? This is <laughs> time lady or time lord thing. She was called yeah. herself in this incarnation, yeah. and she's going to get captured like that. Yeah, but she's, just... she's not really up on the whole traveling out of Gallifrey and that. This is a bit of a culture shock to her. She's, Maybe. You know, Maybe. she's a bit of a precious rose at this early stage, shit still, isn't she? She yeah. hasn't quite I, learnt about it, the rest of the universe. But considering yeah. there was meant to be so many different roles for her in the story, it would have been yeah. nice if at least one of them was competent. Yeah. Locked <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they all seem to be locked up, and yeah. Yeah. a shame. But it's very much the damsel in distress, it was. And making sure mm. she stayed yeah. in distress. Yeah. At one point, they're both locked up in the same dungeon. Yes, yes. 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 Actually, next door to each other. Yeah. yeah. Actually, there's some pretty passable uh, split screen. Yeah, mm. can't see the join. Yeah. 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 Couple of times you have people looking at each other, not quite looking in the right directions. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. but you can forgive it for the seventies. Yeah. And now, dear listeners, for your delight in delectation, we present to you things both literary and auditory that have been washing up on various people's shores in flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay, I can go first. Yeah. Go on then. Okay, right. Hot on the heels of Scud the Disposable Assassin. Oh, yeah. Graphic yes. novel. The Vendishing <laughs> Assassin. Yes. yes, the same person that lent me that has now lent me Bone. Bone. Oh. Okay. Which is about 1,400 pages long. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. It's actually... So it's got a Harry Potter novel. <laughs> yeah. It's actually <laughs> quite a novel. quick read. You're the, not going to be artwork... sitting on the loo, are you? No, <laughs> no. But if I need spare paper, <laughs> I'm sure there's a spare page or two. As if anyone would notice from 1,400. <laughs> pages yeah. but uh, no it's very good it's a real page turner um it's presented in 55 different editions Ooh. yeah but they're all in one volume for me wow <laughs> um and i think it's over eight books and they sort of span about almost 20 years i think because the publication was actually quite irregular okay yeah, yeah. and um it starts off with three little characters called bones getting uh, exiled from their own hometown uh, one of them is a bit of a dell boy <laughs> and he's been called out on it i think he almost <laughs> killed everyone with a giant statue of himself and and fed some rather um gone off prunes to the audience <laughs> okay. and they suddenly had to rush off somewhere so that's how it starts Very faithful it, bones in this it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's mainly a comedy for the first part and uh -huh. it's about them getting split up in the forest and then gradually they meet different characters and it gets quite dark yeah. And uh, they meet someone called Grandma, who's actually really strong and beats the crap out of people. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. They are surrounded, but the baddies are the rat creatures. And there's two in, right. two specifically which uh, have their own sort of personalities. And one of them is very funny because he's obsessed with out catching animals and small creatures, killing them and putting them in quiches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't like quiche tonight. <laughs> yeah, so did I, actually. I had quiche before I came here. I don't, I'm not sure if because reading that mm. <laughs> and uh, gradually over the 55 issues more and more things are being revealed so rather than each edition ending on a cliffhanger yeah. each scene change ends on a, a little cliffhanger uh -huh. so you're constantly trying to read the next part so in one night yeah. I will read over 100 pages yeah. wow. I'm literally obsessed with this book and I won't spoil too much but it's getting to the stage where everything's sort of getting to a big climax yeah. mm -hmm. and grandma might not be good I'm Ooh. not sure what's going on there but the last yeah. I saw of her she was rubbing her hands with glee going the end of the world and smiling <laughs> okay. so uh, there's a lot more to grandma than yeah me <laughs> and there's lots of other baddies in there and they're all beginning to tie together <laughs> but if, i would say that this this graphic novel is more of an addiction than scud yeah. the disposable assassin so i, I would yeah. really recommend it although it's quite expensive from what <laughs> i've seen you can get it in color and to get it in color hardback brand new it's at least 100 pounds <laughs> wow. but i am tempted but restrained at the moment Justify to yourself I yeah. have heard of it before is that a Telltale Games yes did, that's right it's uh, by computer game version that's it. it and it's the same with, with Scud the Disposable Assassin actually apparently they were computer games as yeah. well oh really oh, yeah. right. but this Bone Comics is written by Jeff Smith so I'm not sure what else he's done but uh, yeah well, he definitely a, writes a very good book his entire career has been this mm. one yeah, yeah it's it's like but, but mainly it is incredibly funny the, the humour is not in just the words the artwork is very funny as yeah. well excellent yes I have been continuing my uh, comic fixation at the moment. I've been spending my, well, hard-earned money. <laughs> a publishing company called Canon Gate, they're releasing uh, all 25 volumes of the complete works of Peanuts. Oh, good, good Lord! Yes. <gasps> who's this? Who's this? Where do I get this? Where do I get this? Where do I get a copy? <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me about she this? She turned into the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> staying alive, staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> it's Peanuts! <laughs> There's currently uh, 20 volumes out at the moment, each about 320 pages long. 
And uh, the last, phone. the last, um, the last volume is going to be printed March of next year, which that'll be number twenty-five, which is basically the, the entire eighteen thousand Peanuts comic strips in existence. I had most of the books because mm. they used to be numbered, and I had most it, of the yeah. books. And some of them I gave away, and then the rest got ruined when I in a, a flood. Mm. But yeah, I had literally like. Just put one, two, three, four, five, up to about 70 or 80. Mm, if wow. you're talking about the uh, Coronet series, yeah. um, there's 70, I think there's about 75 of those. Yeah, I mean, I've got I all of those. I, had, I think I had the entire mm-hmm. set. And um, continue with, with my uh, Moomin fixation as well. <laughs> um, I've currently, currently got the first five volumes of the uh, Moomin's comic strip that are drawn, drawn by uh, Tuve Jansen before her brother Lars took over. Right, books. Um, starting on Greg Bear again. Yes, after a long stretch on um, you know, Red Mars by Kim Stanley <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. As I say, Greg Bear has you know, very rapidly become one of my favourite authors up there with, well, definitely up there with Alan Dean Foster and uh, mm-hmm. a couple of others. The uh, novel I've just started on is called Hull Zero Three. I won't sort of say too much. It's a man on a spaceship just wondering how the hell he got there. So he's suffering <laughs> from, from uh, amnesia. Okay. He's wondering how he got there. And as I say, sort of the people on the ship, the other people on the ship, the survivors, or some undisclosed accidents or basis, or it's every man for himself. Himself. It's a very you know, forbidding, bleak environment on the ship, and he's got to sort of literally sort of find out what you know what what happened. Oh. That sounds very interesting. It's very like uh, Orphan Black, isn't it? You, it's a bit like looking that, into or... someone else's life and then yeah. trying to pit, piece it all back together again. Mm. So that's yeah, that's what I'm uh, reading at the moment. Right, mm. as fake Keith isn't here, I'll quickly fill in. She's pl- still playing Alien Isolation. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's great fun. I love it. I come back from going into town or come back from wherever, and she's there hiding behind the cushion on the sofa. <laughs> while the remote yeah. control for the PlayStation 4 is over the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she play these games? <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, though. Myself, I, again, PlayStation 4, have just purchased The Order 1886. Ooh, what's that? It is a Victorian game played uh, based in London, mm-hmm. 1886. Right. You are playing one of the Knights of the Round Table. You are playing Galahad. It's a round table. It's a table. Yes, it is. It, the, the Arthurian Knights have survived until Victorian London. It's, okay. an, al- hmm. it's an alternative Victorian yeah. London because yeah. we have the old steamships, you have submachine guns, you have radios, you have arc guns, and my favourite one I've just discovered is a thermite gun. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 fire, it fires dispersed ther- clouds of thermite. You then <gasps> fire a flare into it, and the whole lot goes boom. boom. It's nice. <laughs> okay. and there are, that would uh, work. There, there are shapeshifters and changelings, and you, you're in a war against them to try to keep the peace. But there, obviously there is something darker and in more dark plots mm, so going on in the background. Steampunk Arthurian it, it, it is very steampunk-ish, yeah. Mm, mm. I want to try and make a thermite gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the IDW, uh, it's a comic book, uh, you can get them on Comixology. They yeah. have just held a sale on Comixology in which IDW produced the original screenplay for City on the Edge of Forever, the one by Harlan Ellison. Uh, okay. Yeah. Parking back to Terminator, mm-hmm. which we did earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were certain points of the story that Roddenberry didn't think fitted into Star Trek's plotline yeah. and rewrote them, much to Harlan Ellison's umbrage. Yeah. So he sued, as he usually does. Yeah. Uh, but this is the original screenplay. Okay. So it's mm. interesting to see how it differs. Yeah. It's a, it's a graphic novel form that held, held a cell, and it should have been £14. Was only, I got it for only two. Now, um. the reason I am bringing this up is one character... A short order chef in one of the scenes 
tries to do Spock out of his wages. Because Spock, Spock is working there as a head cook and bottle washer. Right, yes. So he, he's something like $10, and, and this chef tries to diddle him out of a couple of dollars, only yeah. pay him nine, to which Spock points it out. The character looked vaguely familiar to <laughs> right. but I didn't pay any mind and read on. And then we got to the uh, end credits where the author takes his bow. Hal Ellison says how wonderful it is, and I'm not going to sue. And, <laughs> Yet. <laughs> and you also get the artist who yeah. reveals various Easter eggs, like... Uh, a couple of the shops were named after his friends. Shops yeah, in yeah. the background. The bigot who's on the street corner in panel 23 is named after Arthur Jobs, who's a friend of mine. And the short order chef is named after Andre Tessier. Andre uh-huh. Tessier? Our Andre. Our yeah, yeah. Andre. Andre, how could you be so mean and nasty <laughs> as trying to steal the money out of Mr. Spock? Shame on you. Shame on you, Andre. Don't annoy him too much. He can cook. <laughs> And we're going to his convention later on yeah. this year. <laughs> we'll have to keep Keith on a leash. <laughs> well, so, 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 I thought he was such a nice guy. He was friendly. He got a cider last time he was on. But I found out that he tried to cheat Mr. Spock out of money. Uh, well, ooh. I'm sure Spock didn't mind. And if he did, he, <laughs> he wouldn't did. have shown Actually, it. Actually, he did. <laughs> they had, they had emotions. Words. words. Was he angry? Oh, he did he go green? He yeah. wasn't angry. He was logical about it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have much. I've started to read a book. That oh. Crumbly bought to me for my birthday. Oh, mm-hmm. Clockwork oh, yes. Angels. Ah, yes. By Kevin J. Addison. Yes. From oh. a story and lyrics by Neil Pert. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. I've only got a short way into it, but I do like his writing style. Mm. How do I put it? It's a very casual writing style. It's an easy read. Yeah. You don't feel like you're reading. Yeah. You yeah. actually feel like you're in the book. It's sitting... Sometimes... Do you know what? Sometimes you actually feel like you're having to wade through yes. words. You're grueling you're, you're through. fighting yeah, with Yeah, fighting author. with it. This one, you're not. It flows really mm. nice. It's mm. it's very easy to read, and the pictures and the images come quite, quite well with it, mm. Yeah. The uh, the illustrations in the book. I mean, I've got the hardback version. They're designed and drawn by a guy called uh, Hugh Syme, who's uh, in the past has done a lot of uh, cover artwork for uh, Rush. The, the paperback which I have doesn't have the pretty illustrations, Aww. but you don't need them because he paints all the pictures with words. Also <laughs> <laughs> for Star Wars. Yeah, he's books. done a couple of Star Wars mm, yeah. and uh, X Files and such. He did, yeah. um, the continuation of the Dune books with um, the oh, son yeah. of yeah. Frank Herbert. Yeah, I'm only into. I think it's chapter three. I think it is. So I got for about about thirty pages in my lunch break just yeah. between bits and pieces mm. but so far enjoying it mm. and uh, I'll let you know once I get through and towards the end what have I been doing not much it's all the first episode we won't talk about it too much because most people here haven't seen it first episode of Jonathan Strange Mr. Norell oh yes, mm. yes. Oh, looks pretty good so far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it I don't want to say anything more yeah, I enjoy it uh, has potential try to catch it is this co-pro BBC America I think so I think I remember seeing BBC America in the credits so presumably it's on there shortly if not already yeah they even beaten us to it <laughs> knowing them yep so that's worth looking at I would say what else Mad Max oh yes, ah, yes. not the new Fury one Road. not the new one oh, not the new one Ooh, uh, they did a double bill of the first two so Mad Max and Mad Max 2 first time I've ever seen them yeah yeah. and uh, quite an impressive second one particularly the first one see what they're trying to do but they didn't seem to have the budget or the script or anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. the second one in particular was uh, head and shoulders above the first one so interesting I'll fess up I've never actually seen the Mad Max movies hmm. I hadn't until they so, never appealed to me when they came out me either but no. is this yeah. another case of the sequel outdoing the original it certainly yeah. looks like 
like it. I mean, Massively yeah. so. They um, say that about the Terminator films as well. Yeah. It's not quite so clear cut with the Terminator films, mm. I think. Yeah. Very um, personally, I do think Terminator Mad Max 2, was that Beyond Thunderdome? No, no that's, that's the third one. Oh, three, one. right, yeah. Yeah. The second one is a little community. Oh, that's right, yeah. Had, uh, mm. an oil pump. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And he comes in and helps them. But yeah, I'm really, really impressed with the second one particularly. Uh, so I, I will hope to see Fury Road, whatever it's called. Yeah. Fury mm. Road. The latest one. <laughs> sometime this week. We'll see how different it is. I hear mm. it's rather good. It has been getting very good reviews. This mm. one with Tom Hardy in it, isn't it? Yeah. From Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron, yeah. And that's probably about it for me. Been very busy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been writing to us. Well, me me specifically. You've been writing to us. It, it does <laughs> yes, it, it, it does say hello staggerers, but it's directed at me, I think. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm okay. fan club of you now. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. I'm taking over. Not mm. sure I like this. Mm. Who said you were meant to like it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have one here from Naya. Hello, hello Naya. Naya. Hello, staggerers. Especially hello. Scott. No, it doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick note to back up Sandro. Oh, I Zombie oh. is a delight. Oh yes. Ooh. The premise is unashamedly silly, mm-hmm. but it also delivers solid character development and mysteries with silliness. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maureen says it strongly reminds her of Forever Night. Oh, with zombies instead of vampires. Mm. Yes. Okay. Highly recommended. Ah. Naya. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Naya. Naya. Well, at some point they may show it in this country. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stop rubbing it in there. Uh, no, hopefully some like E4 will pick it up. Yes. Because they've got some other stuff from them, haven't they? Mm. So, yes. Yes. So, we'll see. And we have a bit of audio feedback here. Ooh, okay. Ooh, from a certain Tim Drury. Never Yo, heard of him. Tim! Plug him in, plug it in, plug in the Tim. Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Head of Pertwee. Hello, various other bits of the menagerie. Hello, it's Tim. Tim. Oh, hey, hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Yes, been... About a year since I started it, almost now, so I thought I'd send you a... Paradise <laughs> <laughs> update. Yes, and... Stephen Hawkins there. Yeah, as I said, about a year. Uh, so far, the base has been built. Uh, <laughs> yet to tackle the step on the base. And uh, recently I've started work yeah. on the first... Of the four corner posts, which was something I was very worried about for a while, because it is quite fiddly. Yeah. But it's coming along. It's coming along. Mm. I'm not entirely sure whether I've set a target for finishing it. <laughs> uh, best not given that I have plans for my Retirement money. Wood. You guys <laughs> are going off to the States again in the next few months. I... I have told a few people about this, but I'm hoping to get to the States for September 2017 as a total eclipse of the sun. Oh, Oh, Because we never seem to be able to get one we can see. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. true. So, So there you are. That's how things are going so far. Goodbye. Keep it up. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Thank you, Tim. Goodbye, Tim. For anyone that hadn't quite gathered that, Tim is building a full-size TARDIS. Yes. Well, a police box. Mm. Yeah. Police box. Yeah. He's done a, a base and a pillar, and he's planning a step. Yep. 
Okay. He does put bits up on his face, but there's a TARDIS builder's YouTube, page, yeah. and he puts a bit up on YouTube and that, and it's it's coming along nicely. Mm. It's not Project Hard One to Undertaker. No, is, he go- is he going to be you know, decorative, or is it going to be sort of functional? Like a shed I think he's hoping functional. it will be functional, yeah. but I'm not quite sure he's actually figured out the whole travelling through time bit yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. 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 being dimensionally transcendental. <laughs> well, I was talking about sort of garden shed, or sort of <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be in the garden. It's in the garden. Yep. So it's going to be weathered, so it shouldn't deteriorate. I wish I had time to do that yeah. sort of thing, but uh, <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of money. Well, he, yep. you know, he he's, hasn't got the time really, but he's trying. It's very good. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It looks like a lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's been an ongoing campaign, but he's he's stuck with it. He's been quite honest yeah. as well. He doesn't know what he's doing, so he's learning how to do these things. Mm, so every yeah. step, he's asking for advice from professionals or at least people with some experience. Mm. So it's it's sort of like Which... a little woodwork training course for him as yeah. well. So perhaps <laughs> we don't need to build our own. Perhaps we could get him to build them. Yeah. So and uh, he could iron out any mistakes we might make. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want to, should we do an order line for Tim at some point? <laughs> oh, one point he brought up in that uh, audio feedback. He mentioned yes. somebody we haven't said hello to yet. <gasps> no, 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 I said hello fake to Keith. Karen. Yeah. I said hello to fake Keith. You know, so she, I explained why she couldn't be here because she's currently she's dead. No, yeah, the one who's Keith. casting his gaze around the room at the moment. His green uh, gaze. Mm. <laughs> what? Not Terence Dix. No. No. The hat. Ah. Yeah, the visor. All oh. oh, praise the head of Pertwee. Head of Pertwee. No head of It looks like he's about to play um, some kind poker. of um, yeah. poker game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's going to poker, is he? He is, apparently, yeah. So his moonlighting is a croupier at the moment. Use <laughs> <laughs> nasal hair to help shuffle. <laughs> Did Tim say he's going to America in a couple of months? Well, September 27th. I think it's 17. Mm, yeah. yeah. When it's the next full, full eclipse, full eclipse. Okay. in America. Not not coming over with us to all the conventions. No, right? that sounds unlikely, unfortunately. Oh, mm. yeah. But yes, we will be there. We're starting to get things sorted out. We've got oh, plenty yeah. yes, now. We are indeed, yeah. indeed, indeed. Mm. We've got tickets. Convention hotels. We just I... haven't actually got anywhere to stay while we're there. <laughs> I'm holiday sorting out my passport just for photos oh, to go, and then yep. I can send yep. all that off. We, we yep. scribbled things, didn't we? We did. Yes. Hopefully, legal things. Yes. And uh, yeah, so really, just sort of racking up the excitement for me. You know, <laughs> all the Excellent. food and cake available over there, <laughs> and all the geekiness at these yeah, large me and conventions. Scott want to hit the bakery that uh, yes, we're seeing gonna, you see in the bakery mo- boss mm. that's in Ameri- in New York. Most people. <laughs> do a pub crawl we thought we could do a cake, cake crawl, crawl during the, the day p- and p- then a pub crawl in the evening <laughs> they're going to hit patisseries they don't have pubs out there do they have yes, bars no, they have they have a micro brewery yes, micro- growing in America yeah wow. very much so um, yes. and bars they- not pubs no, a microbrewery usually has its own pub on site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went to one in uh, Seattle. That was very nice, that was. Yeah. Mm. So if anyone wants to join us in Nor- New York or Chicago for mm. cake or pub crawls. <laughs> yep. yeah. Or both. Cake yeah. and beer. Yep. Exactly, exactly. That sounds quite nice. <laughs> it does, isn't it? <laughs> Shot of something, mouthful of cake, onto the next. Shot of cream. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They'll probably end up Don't the same ask, way. you won't get. <laughs> so the pub crawl will probably finish the same way with the head down the toilet somewhere. Mm, yeah. Praying to a god. What's the other end doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Firing an all thrusters. <laughs> Praying to god on the big white telephone. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it for feedback, I think, isn't it? I it think is. so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That leads us into the outro, then. Oh. Mm. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Oh. 
But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. <laughs> more fun frivolity and jollity. E. E. More news and reviews, more who old and new. Ah. Ah. Is that the letter we're using? Apparently. We, could, we can go for R if you want. Ah. <laughs> I was trying to get E-I-E-I-O into the next bit, but... Blimey. Mm, <laughs> That's quite a, a challenge, isn't it? crumbly. Ah, R it is. So, until that riveting, rampaging, rollicking... Rabbit? Rabbit. Riverburst. Ooh, riverburst of... Reckless? Reckless. Reactionary. Rectitude. <laughs> Rectitude. <laughs> Proctologist. Comes. Ooh, that's P. Oh, <laughs> Comes rushing down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 211, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Then you, the, 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 the. <laughs> oh, really? You're in holiday mode. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, when I get a bit enthusiastic, it'll get a little bit louder. That's a bit more like what it okay. should be, isn't it? Yes. Bit of a screamer here. Yes. Yeah, I can't make mind up. <laughs> <laughs> when Perth we met, Arnie. <laughs> Terminator is a 1984 American silent science fiction action film. Silent film. Science fiction. Yeah, I'll be like, silent. Yeah. I'll be quiet. He did say it lot, did he? No. What he had like hundred words, I think. Yeah, yeah something like somewhere. That. Words. Eighteen yeah. lines, hundred words. I think there were more bullets than words, wasn't there? Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> imagine there would have been. Yeah. Yeah. He had more to say in the second one, I think. I, I really want to see that one again, actually. Yeah. My favourite of the of the two. I, d- I don't think I've seen it from start to finish. I think really? I've just come into mm. it, watching it, and then uh. seeing it through. Is that the one where he breaks out of the mental institute? Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't tell me anymore. I just remember the metal. The yeah. two one thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And there's another one. Genesis is the new one, isn't it, on mm-hmm. its way? Yep. Yeah, um, Salvation. There are a couple other films in the middle there somewhere which we don't talk about. Yeah. I saw the third one. I still need to see Salvation. I may as well see Salvation since I'm... It is been wiped from canon, so you, you can watch it or not, as you choose. Fair enough. Yeah, the third one kind of does make it a self-fulfilling prophecy, doesn't it? If the Terminator won in the Terminator, then the whole universe that creates the Terminator wouldn't have been created. <laughs> Gets very complicated later films. Mm. The first <laughs> film is nice, self-contained, yep. makes sense. It all works time-wise. Yeah. The stable time loop, it works. Then it starts to get a bit weird. <laughs> Concentrate, <laughs> here's the science part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's head, head of... Uh, sorry, head of Pertwee. <laughs> is that yeah. Indian? Uh, <laughs> in, in, Indian in, <laughs> Indiana Schwarzenegger. Okay. <laughs> last superman film and because batman was so popular yeah the drab look they colored it down yeah someone has recolored it and showed what it should look and it looks far better yeah yeah it's flashy it looks glorious not drab yeah <laughs> yeah some things worked being a bit drab and down yeah, but, and i think the batman did but not but Sup- everything yeah, but superman mm. was larger than life yeah superman, is color. superman was sunny days yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Blue hair. Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Underwear on the outside. That was the children's homework question today on Radio 2. What was A six-year-old wants to know, why is it that all superheroes wear their underwear on the outside? Because <laughs> it's scary work, and it's easier to clean if it's on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your question answered, kids. I'm not sure if that's the answer they're going to give on Radio 2. <laughs> I think Richard came from that whole kind of like Mr Universe bodybuilder yeah, look the, that you yeah, had the... that's what it was originally. Because the old so, yeah. strong yeah. men used to be the tights with the the boxes over the top. You look at the old yeah. drawings of the mm. strong oh, men. Yeah. What would make these strong men look even more masculine is if they were wearing tights under their underwear. I've got brain freeze. <laughs> oh. I saw oh my god! Oh. What are you you people doing to yourselves today? I'm caffeinated. Oh, with my right eye. Oh. Put your hands on. Eating a milkshake. <laughs> oh, it's horrible when that happens. Oh. Is it just the chilling of the blood? Is I it... don't know what it is, but how you can have a headache in mm. one spot over your eyes beyond me. <laughs> brain dying off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know Zena's twenty years old? I'm sure she's at least 25. What? Yeah, God, that means... Well, she was a bit illegal back no! then. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. No. Yeah. What happened to all this time that's been flying by? We're seeing when Doctor Who's now... T- well, the new stuff is 10 years old. Yeah. Hardly yeah. new who anymore. Oh, God, just think, in um, 2019, that it will be 30 years since Doctor Who was cancelled. <laughs> we'll have to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they cancelled again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did say for at least another five years. True. Sorry to depress you all. Are we ready? Yep. Yep. <laughs> the shock. <laughs> the Is there shock. any other noises you'd like to get out? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm finished with mine. You carry on now. So it's just a stray hiccup, that was. <laughs> that wasn't stray. That was deliberate. <laughs> Needs a wee wee. Just a wee, a little wee wee. He needs a wee, it's a wee wee. He needs a wee, he goes a wee 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 w